the children of the Force. Ojaba. Ojaba. Is he saying Utuni? Like Utene? Kind of like a Java? Like Utene? Java Utene? I don't know. Anyway. Welcome to episode 37 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nawatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm nine. I'm Liam, and I'm seven. All right. And I lost a tooth today. You did? Oh. Oh, I learned something new every time we record. Oh, you finally lost that one that was, like, sideways in your mouth. Awesome. Great. That's great news. I haven't lost any teeth this whole school year because, <laughs> like, You've... in a period where you're, like, 9 or 10, you have, like, mm-hmm. this big, long period where you don't even lose teeth at all. Mm-hmm. So, once I'm done with that, I'm going to lose a lot of teeth. And that's going to be exciting because then I'll get a lot of money. Mm, maybe. We'll see. And, like, trading cards. Because usually mm. the Tooth Fairy gives <laughs> Some me... Star Wars trading cards. I think usually right. the Tooth Fairy gives me a dollar, right? Mm, I don't know. I think it usually gives me a dollar. Yeah, I think two. as you get older, you get less money. It's funny how that works. All right, uh, so... Right, here we are. Episode 37. We took a week off because uh, your uncle got married over the weekend, and I had to prepare for that, writing, like, a speech and just making sure that I stayed healthy and wasn't staying up late, late, late into the night editing these podcasts. So, um, so yeah, we're back. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. And, uh, as you can tell from the intro music, uh, we are kind of deep into Java flow. Uh, it's kind of been stuck into my head. I don't know about you guys, but ever since May 4th, which is when Star Wars released that song. Uh, yeah, it's Ooh, it's Java. a catchy song, Java. So um, one way that one way that we've been listening to Java Flow is that we got a soundbar, which is great. So now when we watch movies, Star Wars movies like, and Clone Wars, it sounds and like you're and, in the movie theater. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's not surround sound, which a lot of people have in their house where they like hang up speakers behind them on the couch and all that stuff. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to spend that much money. This is a pretty basic sound bar, but it sounds so much better than what our TV sounded uh, like already. And we listened to some John Williams on there, right? Some Star Wars, uh, The Force Awakens soundtrack, and Jabba Flow, and, and just, uh, yeah. It's been really nice to be able to have, uh, you know, something that sounds good. So, that's cool. Um, and what else? Well, yesterday... It's not Star Warsy, but it is owned by Disney. We watched. We've been watching Marvel movies, and yesterday we watched the Avengers. And a few weeks ago, we watched Thor. Oh yeah, a few weeks ago we watched Thor. I think that was about a week ago. Well, a week ago, whatever. Yeah, so we're kind of making our way through those uh, Avengers movies. Uh, I've seen them all, but uh, you kids, now you've seen what? Guardians of the Galaxy, oh, Ant Man, Thor, and. Avengers. Avengers. I think those are the ones you've seen. Yeah. So we'll probably wa- end up watching the second Thor movie and, you know, maybe watching the Iron Man ones. I don't know. But those two first, first, the three Iron Man movies are a little, eh. What do you like, Lynn? I really like the, um, the end battle. 
Of and uh, the Avengers. Yeah, and yeah. Hawkeye is super cool. Hawkeye is pretty like, cool. Like in that, like mm-hmm. there's just one of the one of the aliens is climbing up the building, mm-hmm. and then Hawkeye looks down and shoots him, and it goes falling like millions of feet down. Mm, yep, yep. I like um, Black Widow. Black Widow, yeah. Mm, I love her. Totally. She is she awesome. She is so good with her bare hands. They just, um, Kevin Feige, who is the, the kind of the guy who heads the Marvel studio, uh, he did say something recently about a Black Widow standalone movie um, that hasn't been announced yet, but he's he said that it's something that they really want to do. And I say about time, because <laughs> every other Avenger, well, I guess Hawk, Hawkeye, not Hawkeye, well, Hawkeye hasn't had a standalone, also Falcon who comes along a little bit later, uh, hasn't had a standalone either. So anyway, um, that would be awesome if she got is, a movie. Is, um, is there a second um, a second Avengers movie? Yeah, that's the Age of Ultron. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah, he's in that one. He is. Um, Hawkeye's in, I mean, not Hawkeye, um, Falcon. Falcon's in yeah, that one. Right. I saw a trailer for it. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Although I got to say, the first Avengers I think was was much better, but Ultron was pretty good too. I liked it. Um, yeah, so so you guys watched that with a couple of your cousins who were here because of your uncle's wedding. Speaking of that wedding, uh, I met a couple people at the reception who are going to get a shout out later in the show. So it's a little tease for later, because when you when you live a Star Wars life. Like I do <laughs> when you when you always mention Star Wars and stuff. Uh, Star Wars seems to find you, and Star Wars found me a couple times at that reception. Yes, Liam. I like um, Thor better than the Avengers. The first Thor better than the Avengers. You like the movie Thor, yeah? I think Loki's. I think Loki's better in the second, but in the Avengers, the the first one has a better story, like you said. I, I yeah I do think that the first that Thor has a better story than the Avengers. Avengers isn't so much a story; it's more of a here's how, you know how these people come together and defeat a common enemy. But it's not I don't know it doesn't stand on its own. You kind of have to know about but the characters. Funny, I think it is so cause, funny because Thor and <laughs> um, Hulk were just fighting off those <laughs> yeah. those um, aliens, and then they were just standing side by side, breathing heavily. And then Thor just punches him in the face, and he just goes flying. Hulk punches Thor, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is funny. It is good. Yeah, so, that, again, that wasn't really Star Wars-y. I hope, you know, people haven't tuned out because we're talking about the Avengers. But I think most people, you know, it's a pretty common overlapping interests. I think a lot of people who are Star Wars fans also end up liking those superhero movies as well. Um, at least the Marvel ones, I'm not sure. Well, the DC ones are... Some of them are pretty good too. So, um, yeah. Well, let's uh, let's head on over to the news. It's being reported in trade magazines now. Trade magazines are um, like uh, Variety and Hollywood Reporter. They're basically magazines that people who make movies read, right? So when when these magazines report something, it's pretty much a sure thing. Otherwise, they wouldn't really write about it. And these magazines are reporting that an actor by the name of Alden Ironreich is going to be playing young Han Solo in the standalone film about Han Solo. Right? And I have a couple pictures of him because it's important what he looks like, but that's not the most important thing. 
but it is an important thing. So that's here. Here we go. Here's one of him looking kind of moody, uh, you know, giving kind of a serious look to the camera. There's Alden, young Alden. All right, and uh, here's one of him smiling, a very large smile with squinty eyes. Uh, so there he is. With a suit on, yes. And I'll, I'll put both of these photos up on childrenoftheforest.com just so you can kind of see the photos that the kids are looking at. What do you think, what do you think, kids, um, about about what Alden Ironreich looks like? He doesn't look that much like Han, like young Han. He doesn't look like a young Harrison Ford, really. Wait, no. he's playing young Han? That will be Han Solo. That's who you met? I thought he was just doing this tiny part in the movie. No, he will be Han Solo. Now, it has not been officially announced by Lucasfilm, but if these magazines are saying that he's going to be Han Solo, that's that's pretty much a sure thing. So there we go. There's our young Han Solo. Now, now remember, actors are their job is to act like someone they are not. Right? That is your job as an actor, and. From what I've seen, the very little that I've seen of this actor, he's he's a good actor, you know. And from what I've heard about his acting, he's really good at kind of getting into these different roles and really, you know, making you believe that that he is that person. Okay, so um, I haven't, like I said, I haven't seen any movies that he's in. Although I've watched like some clips, um, and you kids haven't seen anything that he's been in because he's kind of an unknown actor. He hasn't really been in that much. And it is kind of weird to be talking about this even before Rogue One and Episode Eight are out because this movie is two years away. <laughs> it's actually almost exactly two years away because we're going to get Rogue One this December, December 16th. And then a year after that, on December 15th, we'll get Episode Eight. But then... Yeah, like, you know how we got the Force Awakens? Like, we bought it? Can mm-hmm. we buy Rogue One too? Oh, yeah. Like, sure. Like, there's going to be, like, deep, like Blu-ray DVDs. Of Rogue One, yeah. For it. Okay. Yeah. We will own it someday. Um, So then this movie, the Han Solo movie, will be coming out in May after that episode eight. So imagine that Rogue One was coming out in 12 days. That is going to be how soon the Han Solo movie comes after episode eight. Pretty quick, huh? Mm -hmm. I mean, we just got the Blu-ray like a month ago. And... So we'll be getting the Blu-ray for Episode Eight, and then Han Solo will come out. And I, I kind of hope it's just called Han Solo. Right? I would like that, too. I kind of hope it's just called Han Solo. What do you think, Liam? Do you hope it has, like, a different name? No. Yeah, I, I wish it would be, like, Han Solo is in his Young Adventures or something. No, the Young Adventures of Han Solo. Or, like, Han Solo, Smuggler's Beginning. Or something, you know. Or oh. Han Solo, Smuggler's Run. Smuggler's Run? Well, oh, that's a book. That's I already know, a, I know. That, that is a book. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Um, you know, we haven't seen, like I said, you guys haven't seen this actor act. But just looking at the photos, you know, are you feeling okay about it? Or a little worried or what? I'm a, I'm a little worried. You're a little worried, Hannah? You. You're a little worried, Liam? Yeah, I mean, I think... You not know? like, not like, 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 if you listen to this podcast, I'm I'm not trying to say you don't look anything like Han, like Han Solo. Oh, you're okay? not trying to tell but, Alden that? Yeah. But 
I mean, I would I'm not like, I'm not like, um, I just, I like the person who plays Han Solo and other mm-hmm. things right. better because right. uh, uh, from what you've told me. Well, Harrison Harrison Ford is Han Solo. I mean, like it's really hard, right, to, to view someone else. And I think that they else. maybe could find an, a better, like someone who, who looks like Han Solo more. But they might like do, like they might do a, like a little bit to his face to make him more, look more like Han Solo. Sure. Oh, totally. And if he has the right hair and the right clothes and the right swagger that Han Solo has, you know, just He'll the way like he the way he holds himself and. Uh, you know, I think they probably, they'll do a pretty good job of making this guy look like a young Han Solo, right? Because he's going to be younger than we've ever seen him in a movie. So, you know, how much younger, I don't know. But you could kind of see that, too. You could say, well, this is what a young Han Solo would look like, right? But he's not going to, you know, what if they found someone who looked exactly like a young Harrison Ford? But that person wasn't as good of an actor, Right, I would rather I would rather have a good actor who doesn't look exactly like Harrison Ford than a Harrison Ford lookalike who isn't as good of an actor. Right? Yeah. You think? Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. so I'm hopeful, um, and because because of what I've heard and the little bit that I've seen of Alden Ironreich, I'm I'm hopeful that he's going to do a good job. Could we maybe watch a clip? Sure, we can watch a clip after we're done recording. We'll watch a clip, a clip tonight. Okay, well you have to Well you have you have to remember. Yes, I always forget when I say that. A clip of what? Uh, yeah, just like, a clip of him from a movie called Hail Caesar. Um that I watched. That you guys could watch too. Hail okay, when Daddy Hail Caesar is a movie by the Cohen brothers. It's I don't think it's really a kid's movie. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, but I am pretty sure it's rated PG thirteen, probably R. It's a Coen Brothers movie, and most of their movies are rated R, but they're also really good. R for really good. What, Anna? Um, you know that episode that Daddy said that he was going to show the Jar Jar Banks <laughs> thing to Leo after? Oh, I know. He did it like a week later. I'm the worst. All yeah, right. he is. I'm the worst. So... All right, well, let's two weeks. Yes, probably two weeks, Liam. You're right. Uh, Okay, well, hey, next in the news, uh, the Vader comic, the Darth Vader ongoing comic, is ending with Darth Vader number 25 in August. 20 what? The 25th issue. How many issues have there been? Well, it's May 2021, 22. What? Yeah, we've read the first trade paperback. No, did we read the first two trade paperbacks? First two. The I first think. two, yeah. So that was the first. I haven't read any of those. No, you never read those, Anna, did you? Nope. So it's ending, um, which, you know, I'm not not totally sad about. Uh, the uh, the IGN story that broke this news uh, had an interview with the the writer of the comic, uh, Kieran Gillen. And here's uh, just a thing that Kieran said that I think is interesting. He said, you know, he's arguably responsible, he's talking about Vader, responsible for the biggest disaster of all time, or at least the only person responsible still alive. He's talking about the destruction of the Death Star. And by Empire, he's in a much more powerful state. We get Vader in an incredibly powerful position by the end of the story. So definitely Vader, by the end of the story, is the man we meet in Empire. So... This Vader arc, this whole 25-issue story, is about, you know, showing how Darth Vader went from being 
the guy who let the Death Star blow up, according to the Emperor, right, to being this, you know, this feared, horrible, you know, person that everybody's afraid of on the Executor in The Empire Strikes Back. Which is pretty cool to have that story. And I'm glad, I'm glad it's ending. I'm going to say it. I'm so glad it's ending because I feel like it doesn't need to go on. Like, if we get that story, we don't need that story to be super long. Because the more they tell, the more they kind of box themselves in, the more they come up with new things that a lot of people might think aren't that Star Wars-y, you know? To, To try to come up with new interesting things. Yeah, sometimes people just need to make more, but I feel like they need to make more, but it just ends up being boring. <laughs> boring? Boring, yeah. because they don't have anything <laughs> right. to do. Right. So, They're so, finished with their story, they, so they should just be done. That's exactly it. And that's my kind of my issue with ongoing comic series, is that as long as the comics are making money, then they just have to keep thinking of new stories. But it's like, what does the story have an end? Is there an end in mind? Because if there's not an end in mind then you're not writing toward that end and you just keep kind of making stuff up as you go, which of course is one way to tell a story. And that's kind of the comic way to tell a story. But, but I like my stories to have ends, at least good ending points, you know, and I'm kind of hoping stories you read. That's what I mean. I'm hoping also that this kind I hope this means that star Wars is going to end the star Wars comic. Um, the one about, you know, Han, Luke and Leia, the one that centers on them. I do hope that that one ends soon. Or if it doesn't end, I hope that it takes a big time leap to after Return of the Jedi. Because right now it's still between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. And I think those stories aren't as important. And if they could start telling stories about what happened after Return of the Jedi, what happened after Shattered Empire even, right? That, that Journey to the Force Awakens comic we got? I would, I would be all about that. But we haven't been keeping up with the Star Wars comic. Liam, you've read some of that Star Wars comic. What have you thought about it so far? I liked it. You liked it? I liked it, too. I, I liked it, too. And I do like it. But I like the miniseries a lot better. The miniseries. Miniseries? Is that the plural of miniseries? I miniseries. <laughs> I like the miniseries a lot better. Like the Chewbacca miniseries. And Liam, we finally read the Lando miniseries. <laughs> we finally awesome. read it. <laughs> it was pretty cool. See um, what you mean? That's why I wanted it. So that's much. why you wanted it. But hey, your patience was rewarded. We got to read it in one big chunk in a few days. Yeah, it so. was rewarded in like, um, do we? In like 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, we returned it out to the library. It was on okay. hold, but we'll get it again. Okay, we'll get it. Because I want to read it. Yeah. it sounds good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, Did yeah. You know, like characters you've already seen. Well, Lando and Loba, basically. Lando and Loba. That's yep. it. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's 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 sad at the end. Ugh. Yeah, but it's good. Uh, so a little bit of sad news. Speaking of sad, Disney Infinity is ending it's uh, not infinity i guess um <laughs> it has an end um and they are ending it because they must not have been making enough money on on the video game so you know we have disney infinity liam you bought disney infinity yeah. and and we really haven't played it that much you've been you've really wanted to play battlefront and you just haven't really been interested in disney infinity in a way you are responsible for them canceling Disney Infinity. 
How do you feel Daddy. about that? Daddy. <laughs> Liar. He bought it. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't buy more figures, right? You're supposed to keep buying more figures. <laughs> yeah, I'm just joking. Uh, but a lot of people are really bummed about this because they were looking forward to like more characters being released and stuff. And, and you know, you spend that kind of big chunk of money to get the, the reader and the basic game and stuff. And, and then you find out that... You know, it's not going to keep going. They're not going to keep releasing new figures. So some some people are really bummed about that. Personally, I don't. I'm okay with it. Um, I'm sad about it, kind of. Yeah. Because we just got it. Yeah, but you know, we'll be able just to buy those other characters. Last like, year, I know, but yeah, we barely we barely played it. We have we really have barely played it. So hopefully, we'll be able to find some uh, characters on clearance. I guess now that they're yeah, canceling just it. Because. <laughs> Just because um, Disney Infinity is going to stop, stop, then why can't they still put out the characters? Because it because costs. they're gonna stop. They're gonna stop mm. building them, but that doesn't mean they can't put them out. Put the ones that they've already built out. Oh, they will. Yeah, everything they've already made will still be in the stores until it all sells out. So what what happens usually with that then is they'll go on clearance. That means they start selling them for a lot less. So the stores can get them out of the they stores. How much last day? Like half. Cost like, cost like fifteen. Like half price, maybe. So then maybe we could stock up on some. Yeah. Like seven. Yeah. So maybe you know maybe we'll actually buy some if we can get them for cheap. I want Boba Fett. You want Boba Fett, yeah. So. I want right, and Leia, and Padme. I really want a gun. A gun. I really want a gun. I want Ray, Leia, and Padme. All right. They're all awesome. Yeah, they are. They just keep getting so, better and better characters. All right, Anna. No offense, but why do you always want the girls? Cause they're awesome. Yeah, but the boys are awesome too. I don't know about that. I think girls are really awesome, especially Leia. But the boys are awesome and Padme too. and Ray. Everybody listening, Anna doesn't think the boys are awesome. I do. I just said the boys are awesome. But they're not as awesome awesome as the girls. Fight. 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 No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so. The boys are not as awesome as the girls. So I said. The boys are still cool. They are still cool, but I like the girls better. All right. Well, that's fine. Well, some boys are better than the girls, and some girls oh. are better than boys. There you go. But still, why do you only want the girls? There you go. I, I agree with you, Liam. Like, Mon Mothma is way better than Boba Fett, and Captain Phasma is way better than Darth Vader. I totally agree with you. So, and anyway. Ray is <laughs> much better mm. than... Um, like Greedo. <laughs> of course. Okay, so. <laughs> Greedo's awesome, too. <sighs> yeah. Right, much. Yeah, he's he's really good at getting shot. So. Yep. Anyway. Who shot first? <laughs> Han shot. Actually, Greedo shot first, and then Han shot back. Because we're all about canon here on Children of the Force. Anyway, so I think that I said in a previous episode that we would talk about the Freemakers. What does the word Freemakers mean to you, kids? Do you know what Lego Freemakers are, Anna? 
I don't know what they are, but I think I have an idea. Yeah. Are they basically people who, like, they're Lego builders? Lego builders? Like master okay. builders? So, yeah. Is that what so, you yeah. Um, I think they're just people who are not part of any sort of Lego company, mm-hmm. but they basically make their own Legos. Interesting. Lego sets, and then yeah. just sell them. How about you, Liam? Does the word freemakers mean anything to you? That's what I think Anna was right. All right, did, so I have I have failed you, um, not for the last time. Uh, <laughs> but Freemakers is a new TV show that's coming out. Yes, for the and last time. It was announced Please. quite a while ago, um, and I just never told you about it. I think I always meant to tell you about it while we were recording, and I just never got around to it. So Lego Star Wars Freemakers, the Freemakers Adventure, I believe is what it's called. Freemaker Adventures, maybe, um, is a Disney XD TV show. There's a trailer. You want to watch it? Yeah. Okay, let's watch it. Yep. Let's watch it right now. What you, that? No, we're not going to watch that again. good. Yeah? Can we watch like, it? Like, really good. I want to watch that. Cool. Well, is it out? It uh, June 20th is when the first episode is okay. on Disney XD. I really want to watch it. Yeah, it, it's kind of nice that it's in the summer that when so good. when Rebels is off, you know. So, yeah, we'll be able to watch it online. I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't know why I'm really excited for this, uh-huh. but that looks so good. Yeah. What do you think about them having a, a battle droid as like a companion, you know? I like that. That's kind of funny, huh? Mm-hmm. The battle droid is voiced by Matt Wood, who actually does the battle droids in the Clone Wars and, and in the movies. Yeah, they sounded really yeah. similar. So. He's also the voice of General Grievous in Episode 3 and the Clone Wars. Cool. Yeah, he's also the sound designer. Like, he's a he's a sound designer, so he did the sound for um, the prequels, I think all of them, and also The Force Awakens. What do you mean yep. the sound? Um, he designed the sound. So, like, no. mixing the sound, making all, putting all the laser blaster sounds in there and everything. Mm. He's the guy who did all that. <laughs> Four yeah. episodes. Yeah. What? And The Force Awakens? Editing a podcast is nothing compared to that. <laughs> that is some hard work. So, it looks, yeah, it looks funny. It looks fun. Um, as we'll see in our review section, while it won't be canon, this thing, right, this mm-hmm. this show, it's a Lego show, it, it's not going to be canon, but Lego and Lucasfilm seem to be kind of blurring that line a little bit when it comes to what is and isn't canon. Um, so we'll we'll kind of find that out later when we're we're talking about that C-3PO comic. But uh, but speaking of canon, let's head on over to canon news. The canon news song, yeah. The canon news song, yeah. Alright, this canon news contains mild spoilers for Bloodline by Claudia Gray. There's nothing huge, no huge spoilers, no like, I'm not going to ruin the plot of the book or anything like that. It has more to do with the state of a couple characters six years before The Force Awakens. Daddy, so skip ahead what, a few minutes. Does it say what thing it's going to... Does it say what um, Lost Stars character? Oh yeah, it does. It's not... I don't even know if you'll remember the character. It's a pretty minor character. I might. But uh, but anyway, if you don't want to be spoiled about anything about Bloodline, I'd say skip ahead, you know, three to five minutes. Um, But really, I think you should just keep listening because it's not that big of a deal. So, Bloodline takes place six years before The Force Awakens. Okay? Rey is about 19 years old in The Force Awakens. Which means... That's what I thought. mm -hmm, Which means that at the time of Bloodline, at the time of that book, she's about 13. Okay. okay. Now that means that Ray was left on Jakku long before the events of Bloodline take place. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. All right. You guys with me? You with me, Liam? Yep, I'm. Yeah? I am. Following along? Taking notes? Okay. In Bloodline, Leia is waiting to hear from Luke and Ben. She put a call out to them, and she's waiting to hear back. And, sh- and in the book it says, uh, wherever they were in the galaxy, they were cut off from communication for the time being. So um, where maybe that's where Luke is training the Jedi. Maybe they were off on some mission or something. But wherever they were, they weren't able to contact her back, <clears throat> is what Leia thinks, at least. Maybe it's true, maybe it's not. I'm not going to say whether or not... I think that Luke just doesn't want to tell her bad news. We don't know. And I'm not going to say whether or not they do call back or not, because that I feel like that might be spoiling something. Uh, but the important thing is that she's waiting to hear from both of them, which means that so she doesn't know where they are, but it also means that Ben is not yet Kylo Ren, right? That's six years before The Force Awakens. Okay? Uh-huh. Now, remember that theory about Kylo Ren sparing Rey's life and bringing her to Jakku because he couldn't bring himself to kill her when he killed all the other Jedi? Uh-huh. Well, that cannot be right. That cannot have happened. Because she would have been at least 12 years old. And she was like five or six in her vi- when we see her on Jakku in her vision. Okay, Ray had been living on Jakku for at least six years before Ben turned to Kylo. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, it's time to rethink all of our theories. <laughs> right? That can't be a theory a in our... Theory, it was though. a good theory. But, and think about this too. Luke has been on that island less than six years. Han and Leia have ne- have been, like, not really on speaking terms less than six years. Because we see them in this book. They're still... They're still together. Chewie and Han are reunited after Chewbacca leaves his family on Kashyyyk to rejoin Han less than six years before The Force Awakens. Okay? Mm-hmm. So they have smuggling less than six years yeah. before The Force Awakens. Yep. Uh, so this is kind of one of the pitfalls of theorizing, right? We become wedded to a theory. We become so attached to a a theory and then we have to unlearn what we think we've learned you know fans were shipping you guys know what shipping means right well you can unlearn what you've already learned you can yeah you can yeah but it's hard to unlearn what you have already learned and then learn it again you must (laughs) so so um do you guys know what the word shipping means yeah, it means like taking something from one place to another. That is that is one thing that shipping means. In when it comes to storytelling and and fandom, uh, shipping means that you you mm, pretend in your mind that two characters who might not be in a relationship are going to be in a relationship, or are kind of secretly in a relationship. Right. So a lot of people ship. Um. Ray and Kylo Ren, weirdly enough. That's uh, weird. <laughs> right. It's also so weird because... They call him Raylo. This has nothing to do with Star Wars. Uh-huh. But some people ship, like, um, Elsa and Jack, I forget his name, from... I forget his name, but he's, like... And I forget from what... From Frozen? Uh, no. Oh. They're in two different movies. Oh, okay. And then, like, you know... What two movies are they from? 
Well, Elsa's from... Oh, from Frozen. Frozen. And then Jack is like... Nightmare Before Christmas? Jack Skellington? No, it's... Oh, that'd be hilarious. That would be hilarious. (laughs) But he's the guy who, like, does ice and in that movie where people are, like, trying to get people to believe in fairies and... Oh, Jack Frost. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's that's funny. Okay, yeah. yeah. I know. It's weird. I can see that. Jack I Frost. love that movie. Yes, yeah, that you do. You do love that. What's that one called again? The Guardians or something? Guardians. I, so. um, I can't. Guardians? Rise of the Guardians? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Guardians. I think it's Rise yeah. of the Guardians. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty good it's an okay Can you movie. watch it again? Yeah, maybe. Um, okay. But uh, but yeah, so so people ship Ray and Kylo and they call him Rilo. Or Raylo. And, uh, but anyway, so, so my point being that fans were shipping Luke and Leia from the years 1977 to 1983, but then they found out that she was his sister, right? (laughs) And then it was really hard for them to unlearn this idea that Luke and Leia could live happily ever after as husband and wife, but they had to unlearn it because they're twins. But it's pretty, I mean, it was, you know, they didn't really, it wasn't a stretch to think that they would get together. I mean, obviously Luke was... They were like almost positive and then... Right, I mean, Luke was like love-struck, you know, and and Leia kissed Luke on Hoth. And then this little thing. Hey, Leia, you're my brother, we just, I mean, hey, Leia, you're my sister, we just ruined all the fans, we just ruined all the fans' fun. Right. Yeah, so, so anyway, you know, uh, so we unlearn what we think we've learned. And, uh. We unlearn what we think we've learned. But we have to. And that's okay. We will, when these movies come out, I mean, it's going to keep happening. We're going to have to keep kind of readjusting our vision. And this is the kind of mind-altering, like, revelations that I love Star Wars books for. Like, like now we have to rethink things because of this book. This book had a huge impact on theories about, like, what's going to happen in Episode Eight, which is great. And, uh, eight yeah, great, Eight Great. Eight, eight and Great eight Rhyme. Great. Oh, and then, Anna, you wanted to know... Which character from Lost Stars is in Bloodline? Yeah. And it is the character of Yendor. Do you remember Yendor? Is he one of the rebels? With he is, he's one of the rebel pilots. Yes, Twi- I Twi-Lek, remember him. Twi'lek rebel pilot, yeah. I wow. remember him. Good recall, Anna. Yeah, so, you know, pretty minor character. But remember, there's going to be a character in uh, Life Debt also. Aftermath Life Debt. Do you know that one? That one I don't know, but that one I think might be... A bigger one. I think that might be either Nash or Sienna. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. That would Sienna's be awesome. awesome. <laughs> Even though she's for the Empire, Sienna's <laughs> she still awesome. Crazy. So, all right. Well, let's uh, let's go have a joke. <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. <laughs> These jokes today come from Noah and Xavier, classmates of yours, Liam. They sent us some jokes. All right, the first one's from Noah. Okay. What did BB-8 say to R2-D2 on Valentine's Day? Um, I don't know. What? You are too cute for me. (laughs) You are too cute for me. (laughs) That's funny. Okay, Noah, 
That was hilarious. <laughs> and then uh, the next one is from Xavier. And his is, what Star Wars character loves to shop? Darth. Mall. Because the mall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, shopping at the mall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he told me that. Uh, one, yeah, he? yeah. He's told me it at school a long time. Awesome. And just for good measure, let's have a couple jokes from Chris from Star Wars Kids Cast also. Sent us some more. more. Where do can Yes, yes. Where do Kanja Club where do Kanja Club like to surf and swim? I don't know. At Tasu Beach. Tasu Beach. Good to see you. I'm gonna lay on you now with my towel. And then go swim at Tasu Lake. <laughs> Tasu Beach is actually a beach. No, but Tasu Leech. Tasu Beach. Tasu Leech. Oh. Tasu Beach. Okay, I get it. What is Kanja Club's favorite fruit flavor? Uh, let me see if I can guess this. Um, is it Tasu Strawberry? <laughs> <laughs> Tasu Peach! You got it. Tasu Peach. Tasu Strawberry. That might have to be the episode title, Anna. We'll okay. see. <laughs> it's Tasu Peach. Uh, Tasu Peach. I knew it. Yes. Thank you so much, Noah and Xavier and Chris, for the jokes. Keep them coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We love oh, these jokes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And Chris, and Chris. some more. Yeah. Send some more. All right. That's pretty cool that you have classmates who listen to the podcast, Liam. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I have a classman who listens um, to the podcast too. Xavier we're doesn't. Gonna get to, we're gonna get to her. Xavier doesn't. Oh, oh, he doesn't. He just. But yeah. He asked no if. Oh, sure, sure. Joke. Oh, cool, awesome. Well, let's uh, let's have a review. It's been a while since we've reviewed something. Let's go and uh, review something. Today we are going to review the C-3PO comic. This is the standalone 3PO comic that was originally going to come out before The Force Awakens. We would have known why 3PO had that red arm before. The, it was going to be part of the journey to The Force Awakens. But it came out way after. Uh, way after, yeah. So um, so in the comic we find out that we see, we see 3PO. He's on this planet, stranded with a bunch of other droids... The, the 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 organic crew of the ship died when it crashed. Don't know how many people were on there. Um, but then we see that uh, they're trying to find where the first order is holding Admiral Akbar because Akbar is captured, and they have a prisoner. Right? They have this. First Order droid that kind of looks like the uh, Death Star droid. Kind of looks like AP-5 from Star Wars Rebels also. Um, I would like to see the story of how Akbar is captured, personally. That'd be kind of cool. Um, and why they captured him, exactly. But uh, what do you guys think of this comic? Like, what do you think of the art in this comic? Anna. 
I really liked it. You liked it? You liked it the style? It was good art, yeah. Yeah, what did you think, Liam? It was really, really realistic. Realistic? I don't think oh. it was too realistic, but it had lots of colors, mm. and I think that made it more more realistic. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it was very like thick, and uh, I've kind of compared it to Art Crumb, who is an old comic artist that... Most of the things that he drew are actually inappropriate for children, So, but I could maybe find uh, one or two appropriate things to show you kids. <laughs> so, oh, he just did a lot of adult stuff, um, comic stuff. Yeah, like. What do you mean? Oh, it was very violent and sexual in nature. So, yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> yep. Um, so, not real, not for kids. Uh, actually, not for most adults, even. <laughs> Art Crumb. But, uh,. Yeah, and actually, not even hardly for me. I don't don't really appreciate a lot of his comics, but I do appreciate him as an artist. Um, and his art style was very unique, and I felt like the art in the three PO comic was was kind of influenced by him. Um, I, I did like that it was stylistically different, very different from any other Star Wars comic that we've read, but it also made it a little bit confusing. I think at times, the action wasn't quite as clear. I think. Like, when all the droids were kind of dying one by one, Liam, did you feel like you kind of knew, you know, who was dying and when, or was it a little, a little bit confusing? I knew who was dying and when. You did, yeah. It was a bit you? confusing for me. Yeah, yeah, I was I confused. I had, I had to read it a couple times to I understand it all. number construction droid. Oh, I am yeah. number construction yeah. droid. Yeah, he was... That's all he says. <laughs> that was pretty And then funny. I like the... You know, like the, the PZ, PZ the, guy. Yeah, the PZ yep. guy and PZ the hit. other, the other soldier. The other battle one, yeah. yeah, yeah. They were they were pretty unique. Uh, you I know, like a the, nice variety of droids. I droid, like yeah. the yeah. one that was the Empire. Oh, the Imperial droid or the First Order droid, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean he, but it's cool because they talk about uh, he he's talking to three PO and and we see that they become friends, right? And they're the last two standing, and. Uh, I really liked that he was talking about how they're both really old models, you know, so, so chances are that was an Imperial droid, right? And I think that, did they even say it? I don't have it on, I don't have it in front of me, but I don't think they said that he was an Imperial droid, but he could very well have been. Um, this comic had a pretty big parallel to Chopper and AP5 in Rebels, right? Especially the Forgotten yeah. Droid when, when Chopper and, and this other Imperial droid kind of meet and, uh, and at first they're, you know, against each other and then they kind of become friends and I don't want to spoil rebels for people who haven't seen it, but, um, it is very but similar. It is That's very exactly similar. what I was thinking. It's super similar. In fact, I thought I had, I had an idea that maybe that's why this comic was delayed so long because they realized that they were telling the same story and, and they didn't want the comic to tell it before rebels did, but I did have one problem with uh, 3PO. So we see 3PO talking about how he has flashes of memories from before his mind was wiped, right? So his mind was wiped at the end of Episode 3. And he's talking to this, this Imperial First Order droid. And he's saying how he has memories. And we see, we see Naboo, but he says that he has memories of underwater cities in Naboo. And I don't remember that he ever went underwater. If, if you're listening to this podcast and you can think of a time when we see 3PO, <laughs> see 3PO, when we see 
C-3PO going into one of the underwater cities on Naboo, let me know because I was looking it up and I cannot find it. Maybe Anakin and Padme like took a honeymoon down in Uto Gunga or something and 3PO went with them. I don't know. That could be. But we never saw it. Sure. I don't think it's called a honeymoon. It's called a it's called a space honeymoon in Star Wars. Space moon. <laughs> a honey that's no moon. Ha <laughs> ha! Hey, that could be that could be our joke for next week. I'm gonna save that. Hopefully, you'll forget about it. All right. No, so, you just made a big deal out of I that, know. so I don't think they'll forget about it. <laughs> uh, okay, now we're making a bigger deal. Why does that even a bigger deal? Star, no, no, stop, no. so he can actually, so people can actually, um, like, people can actually laugh at the joke. Mm-hmm. Sure. So speaking speaking of Lego and canon, like we were earlier in the episode, I was saying how it it's kind of the line has been blurring a little bit between what's canon and what's not when it comes to Legos, because Lego released that video online that continues this story. It picks up almost exactly where it leaves off after the comic. We see Poe coming to get three PO on this planet, and three PO's got the red arm. And we know, of course, that this this can't be canon, this this Lego video, because Star Wars characters um, aren't Legos, <laughs> you know? So, and, and it's just, you know, some really silly stuff happening in it that could, of course, never actually, or never could happen in the real Star Wars story, but but it's it's a, it was funny and, and fun, this video. And I kind of feel like we're seeing, like, a Lego-fied version of what actually happens in the story. You know, like Akbar was captured. Did Poe go and rescue Akbar? Like, are we going to get a story where where that actually happens? What do you think? Um. Well, I don't think we will. You don't think we'll get that story, but do you think that that is the actual story in Star Wars? Like the canon story is that Poe using a First Order troop transport, right? Uh, Infiltrated the whatever Star Destroyer, maybe it was a final, the finalizer, I'm not sure, that Akbar was being held on and rescued him? Like, could that be what happened? Yes, yeah. I think it was. Yeah? Except, I don't think he just, I think he put more disguise on it. Mm. He didn't just <laughs> get BBA to just stick some things on it. <laughs> put he First had, Order stickers yeah, yeah. over the... Yeah, resist, re- he resistance would actually stickers, like yeah. maybe paint it or something, <laughs> and like actually get yeah. more like design and, right. or maybe they would just steal a, a shuttle. Sure, maybe they just did that to make it funny. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably the case because it had it had resistance symbols on it, and BB it went out and put on first order symbols over the resistance symbols. <laughs> yeah, but, that is but not. Yeah, that was, that was you could see the resistance symbols. They were up the course a little. Yeah, he didn't put the stickers on just right. I thought it would be cool because he said, BA, BA, put it on the disguise. And I thought he was going to put it on the disguise. Like maybe he would become like a droid or something. But then he just put the disguise on the ship, like sticks it. And before he did that, I was like, oh man, this is going to be cool. And he's just like, I was like, oh, okay, I thought something else. You thought that BB 8 was going to put a disguise on Poe? No, I thought that BB 8 was going to get a disguise on. Well, oh, you like, said he would dress up as a droid, which he is a droid. I know, but I mean, like, dress up as a First Order droid. Oh, uh, like he'd put a mustache on, like a First Order mustache? No! <laughs> <laughs> you, like, get a suit on. Ah, I see. 
so yeah, 3PO comic, it's worth reading. I think it was a good story. Um, I liked the, the, you know, the, the conversations that 3PO had with this First Order droid. Yeah, it was good. So let's uh, head on over to the Question and Answer Council. The Question and Answer Council, where we ask questions and answer them. It's the Question and Answer Council. The question and answer council. Anna, your friend Marin submitted a question to the council. She asks, What, in your opinion, is the most devastating scene throughout all of Star Wars? Mm, who wants to go first? I'll go um I'll go first, yeah. Okay. I think one of them is Han. Mm. When Han not not dying, yeah. When Han dies. Yeah, when Han that's dies. one of the most devastating moments. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then also, I think when Yoda dies, it's just really sad. Mm. I mean, he's like talking to Luke, mm-hmm. and his voice just gets like more cracky mm-hmm. every second, and yeah. then he just stops. It's yeah. just really sad. Yeah. Most devastating moment. I have two. Mm-hmm. I think it's when Han doesn't die. <laughs> yep. And, when Han not dies. Yeah. And also when um um when Padme gets force choked by his mm. her husband. Right. That is a devastating moment. That I is very, very devastating. Ugh. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the worst. Yeah. Why don't ever do that? Ugh. Daddy's never going to choke mommy. Don't even say of that. Of course he's <laughs> not. I never said he would. Of ever. course. I would never. Of course. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of devastating moments. Um, I think mine is probably the same as your mom's because we were talking about this earlier. And that's, you know, when Anakin turns and he... And he walks into the Jedi temple and we don't see it happen, but we know what happens when he, he kills the younglings. A friend at school basically just told me what happened. Well, yeah, you know what happened. Yeah. He like, he told me that Anakin, you just see Anakin yeah. and then you see the younglings yeah. and then you see Anakin. He just brings those lightsaber out and then you hear slashes and screams and stuff. I don't think you hear screams. You just know what he's going to do, and then they cut away. Yeah. They don't They don't show anything. They don't even... You don't even hear it. But you know what happens. We know what happens. That's... <clears throat> that's really hard. Especially even after... Like, after the... Ugh. After watching all of the Clone Wars. And, like, seeing even more of Anakin. And, and coming to, like... It's sad. The Anakin and Obi-Wan uh, comics. I mean... Right, right. It's it's you see so much tragedy at the then... highest level. I mean, it's just ugh. so that, and then also so that, but but that did not um, because I knew Anakin was going to become Darth Vader. I knew he was going to be evil. So that moment did not devastate me nearly as much as the <coughs> of Han Solo. Um. You know, that one I'm still reeling from, I think, as we all are. 
that one is still really hard to handle. Because it's kind of fresh. For me. I think one of the reasons it's so hard for me is that, I think I've, and I've talked about this before on the podcast, is that it, it seemingly is not, it's not a sacrifice. It's not, it's not going out in a blaze of glory. It's not, you know, um, dying so that other others can live, right? It just seems so senseless. I mean, obviously it's senseless. It's not, not okay that, you know, Kyla did what he did. Um, but like, it would make it better if it was for some grand reason, you know, some big sacrifice, you know, but it just seems, it's just nothing but sad. It's nothing but sad. All of the resistance. Right. Right. Because Yoda, I mean, that, I think that's more sad than Yoda dying because Yoda is like, he, it's really sad because, but he was dying because of oldness. Yeah, this is old age, yeah. Han, he was mm-hmm. at his old age, but he did not die because of it. Right. He probably would have lived, like, at least five more years. Oh, probably, like, 20 or 30 more years. How old is he? Well, how old is Han? Um, in his 60s, I think. Okay, then he would probably live at, like, 20 more Yeah, he was probably, like, 60. He was old, but he wasn't as old as Yoda. As he should have been when he died. Right, right. Yep. So it's just really sad because Yoda was like meant to die at that age. Oh well, probably. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, Hmm. Han wasn't. Right. So, so yeah, wow. Whew, devastation. Wow, thanks for the uplifting question, Marin. Uh, <laughs> and Marin's answer to this so question is, yeah, uh, her answer is, in my opinion, it is the scene on Endor when the two Ewoks are running from the stormtroopers. One of them gets shot down, and the other one thinks that the one who's shot down is alive and tries to keep, you know, keep that Ewok going by pushing it and pushing him or her, I guess. But then realizes that the Ewok, his friend, is dead and has to go on without their partner. And you kind of hear that, uh, uh, the moaning of the Ewok, realizing Wait, that, is that the one his friend is dead. dead. No, that's yes. the friend, right? Aaron, I can see why you sound think of that. Sadness. That's like it is. really sad. I remember when I was a kid. I that like scene, almost cried at it. Yeah, literally. That scene mm. crushed me when I was a kid. Ugh. Every time I saw it, it was so sad because they're big teddy bears. <laughs> I mean, the, the Empire <laughs> killed a teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true, right? I mean, they're so cute. And you know, they and, are. And, but you know, it. it I want a teddy bear. <laughs> I do feel like that scene kind of almost had to be in there, though, because you realize that the Ewoks—they're, you know—they're putting their lives on the line to help out their friends, to help out their rebellion, and that's not the only Ewok who died in that battle. You know, but it's we didn't see. It's the only one we died. see. But that you got to think that that one death represents a lot of Ewok deaths, probably, which is sad, but. They knew what they were getting into. He was probably like a and they knew that it was the right fight to do, you know? And, I mean, there's good meat on those stormtroopers, so it's not like they didn't get anything out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Ewoks really eat stormtrooper meat. Mm, okay. <laughs> they were going to cook on, so... Pretty sure they eat people. True. But Han isn't a cannibal. No, Han isn't a cannibal. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so... 
Liam, your classmate Noah also sent us a couple questions. One of them is, what do we think episode eight and nine are going to be named? And Noah says that he has no ideas for the names, but he's wondering if we have any ideas for the names other than Luke never takes the lightsaber for episode eight. Does he actually say that? <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Okay, that. Luke Sykes never takes the lightsaber. Okay. Luke never takes the lightsaber junior. Those are the two? It's eight and nine? Yeah. <laughs> and Luke never takes the lightsaber junior, junior. Oh, that's Luke episode 10. Luke never huh? takes the lightsaber junior, junior, junior. All right. Luke never takes the lightsaber junior, 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 oh, junior. So we have the next and trilogy also. Yeah. And oh, and then what about Luke the Luke never, never takes, takes the lightsaber, lightsaber standalone? Junior, 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 junior. <laughs> oh, a yeah. Star Wars story. Oh, yeah, that's in the middle of, um, wasn't that in the middle of 9 and 10? <laughs> I think it was, and then there's another one in the middle of, um, of 10, of 11 and 12. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm really excited for those. Those are going to be really great. But Luke never takes the lightsaber I think they might even be a Star Wars story. I think they might even be better than okay, the guys. Movies. <laughs> Is this gonna be a little bit absurd, Liam? Yeah. Yeah. yeah? But they're okay. just All the right. same thing as the movies. So I'm so. actually saying my answers. Okay. Okay. I think. Um, I think episode eight is called "The Return of the Old Master." Okay. Um, and then episode nine is gonna be the Battle of the Two or something. Hmm. Interesting. Like a not Star Warsy name. I like going with Liam's idea for eight. Well, but I think the Return nine. of the Master. I think it's too much like Return of the Jedi. Oh. So I would say like bringing back the Master. Hmm. Or the Master comes back, or something like that. Okay. I like the Master is back. Master or returns hmm. instead of instead. Return of, of the, the Master. Return. The Master oh. returns. The, They're pretty similar. Yeah, so, yeah. so I I like a new master. Like, mm. No, episode, a new hope. Nah. No. For episode, um, how is it a new master if it's the same person? Like the that would be a master. I don't know. So the master. I think episode nine mm-hmm. should be like Ray through the ages, or <laughs> huh? Interesting. Like um, the beginning. The beginning of the night. Oh, oh. Ray, beginning of the night. Hmm. Ray, beginning so, of Ray. I honestly Ray. don't know what episode nine is, but yeah. I like, like, the master comes back mm. or the master's return, maybe. I don't know. What if episode nine is called Jedi's End? Like, the Jedi's End. The end of the Jedi. Don't think that way. No, because like, what if, what if, like, we see the end of the Jedi? Like, it's just Luke realizes like Jedi is no more. Like, we're just good Force users. We're no more Jedi. We're not going to call ourselves that anymore, or something like that. I like that. Or the two Jedi, you know? Ooh, like there can only be two Jedi. The now. double Jedi. Yeah, <laughs> double trouble. Uh. I don't know. And then episode nine, I, I don't know. I mean, I would like to see the words first order somewhere in there. Um, because like in, uh, the, the original trilogy, we have, we have the empire strikes back. Right. The so first revenge. sure. Revenge of the first order. I mean, that's too much like revenge of the Sith, but maybe, um, you know, the, 
<laughs> the first order strikes back. No. Um, you know, the first order. How about like first order rises? The ri first order the rise of the first or order. The rise of the first order. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I don't know. That's. I think that would be an episode. Eight. We could talk about this one for the rest of the day, but thank you for that awesome question, Noah. Because, uh, who knows? Although we should be getting that title pretty soon, I think. Actually, you never answer. Oh my gosh! Well, I was kind of throwing them out there a little bit. I don't have like hard answers. You know, I don't have. I don't have firm, for sure answers about that one because I just have no idea. It's too hard. So um, he had one other question Noah did for us. If you could make any Star Wars movie, what would the name be and what would it be about? Any Star Wars movie. I will go first while you think about it. Okay. I think that if I could choose any Star Wars movie... I would choose something from the days of the old, old Republic. Like the, the, I would choose something before Darth Bane or maybe the story of how Darth Bane instituted the rule of two. And I know how this happened in legends and I wouldn't want them to tell that same story, but I would love to see a version of that story, like the war between the Jedi and the Sith. When, when when the Sith also were thousands, you know? Can the movie not be canon? And Well, no. I mean, he's saying like a canon movie. Like a new Star Wars movie. That is canon. I'm saying I would love to see a canon version of the Old Republic video game, basically. Or of, of like the Old Republic, the Darth Bane novels, basically. Um, but something different. I mean, I wouldn't want it to be exactly the same. And my title for it would be... Rule of Two, probably. Rule of Two, because it would be the story of how... And this would probably be an R-rated movie, unfortunately, because it would be about the Sith, right? It'd be really violent, probably. But I would love to see something like that. Um, and I think they'd be able to do it in a way that would make it PG-13, and that would make it kid-friendly, but still have it be, you know, pretty, pretty serious, because it's serious stuff. Daddy, can but you I would, just say you like don't that. know about this? You can say you don't know. You don't yeah, have to I answer don't. if you don't want to. I don't Liam, know. do you have an idea? Maybe. Uh-huh. You kind I had kind of have the same idea. Okay. Yeah, like the old republic. Mm -hmm. And it would be called Against Each Other. Oh. Against Each Other. All like right. The old republic, yeah. And um, it would be it would be about the old republic, and it would probably be rated PG thirteen. Okay. PG okay. maybe. All right. Anna, can I answer for you? Um, maybe just tell me it, and then I'll say it. <laughs> no. Okay, then what? What is it? Um. I am going to... That's my, my other one would be a movie titled The First Jedi. And it would be about the very first Jedi. And, and this, again, is in, kind of in Legends a little bit with um, Dawn of the Jedi, I believe it's called. Um, it's the book. And I, I think there was a comic series also, Dawn of the Jedi. But, uh, 
but I would love to see some sort of canon version of the very first Jedi and how that happened. That would be pretty fun. And of course it wouldn't just be about that. It'd be like, you know, some conflict on some planet and then there'd be this person who realizes that they can use the force and that would help them, you know, solve this problem. And, but then also would they misuse that power and it would be about the struggle and maybe they would use it in an evil way. And then someone else would say, you know what, you really need to like make up rules or something, you know, like just, I don't know, just seeing like maybe the first 10 years of the Jedi order or something. Right. And seeing how it happened, how it started. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, they could throw some Mortis stuff in there, maybe even. I don't know. Or the Force Priestesses. Oh, we haven't got there yet in Clone Wars. We're going to get there soon. All right. So um, we asked a question a couple episodes ago about what weird thing we'd like to see in Episode Eight because we heard that it was going to be some weird thing, right? And uh, Chris from Star Wars Kidscast replied, and he had an answer. But first, I'm going to recap our answers. Liam... You wanted to see Vibroblades. Of course. <laughs> I wanted to see Night Sisters. And Anna, you had a hard time thinking up one, so I gave you one. Uh, Just Mortis. Like this yep, Mortis or Force Ghosts. Some sort of Mortis Force Ghost thing. Chris says that he'd like to see some weird environment. He said, One of my few complaints about The Force Awakens is that it didn't seem to go anywhere we haven't seen in Star Wars. Obviously, the planets are different, but the environments are the same as ones we've seen before. I'd love to see something exotic or otherworldly for a setting. A location you couldn't find anywhere on Earth. Utapau, Underwater Naboo, Dagobah, Mustafar, Felucia, Kamino. Something as wild as those places, but different. And weird. Alright, well, this episode's getting a little bit long. We're going to skip Stump the Lump, unfortunately, because that's, that's a fun part of the show. Uh, but let's head on over to shout-outs and give some shout-outs. Uh, we were talking about that first Star Wars memory that I had. Do you guys remember one of my first Star Wars memory? I actually I actually uh, used this memory in the speech that I gave at the reception for my brother's wedding. Yeah, and it was about uh, my brother, my older brother, bringing his Han Solo action figure to the hospital. And saying hi to our little brother with, with the Han Solo action figure. Uh, well, little did I know that when I said this at the reception, there was a whole table of people who pointed to one person at that table and said, Star Wars! Uh, because that person is a huge Star Wars geek. <laughs> and everybody at the table knew it, because huge Star Wars geeks can't help but talk about Star Wars. Was it? Uh, his name is Jesse Edberg, and uh, I'm giving a shout out to him and the 501st Central Garrison because he is a Central Garrison member, TK11468. And uh, so, shout out so to him he's a for. He is a trooper. We've I we have seen him. <laughs> I know we have, but I'm in not sure movies? when. No, no, and he's well, like when we go to Free Comic Book Day and and uh, you know oh, like Star Wars yeah. Reads Day and stuff. He knows all those people, and he's been he's been those people. So you mean like when we saw Princess Leia and Han? Yeah, yeah. So I uh, would love to be a Princess Leia five hundred first member. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be Rebel Legion, which is like the the Rebel version of five hundred first. But yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, but anyway, we talked about trooping, and he also tried to convince uh, my oldest brother to become a member of the five hundred first because, as we know, he makes awesome Star Wars costumes, like he did for his 
his son for Halloween. Um, but oh. it's always an honor and pleasure talking with a member of the 501st, and it was kind of fun to have a little little slice of Star Wars at my at my brother's wedding. So, so thank you for that, Jesse. Uh, speaking of the wedding, shout out to comic artist Michael Walsh, who I ran into at the hotel where the wedding and dance were. Uh, a lot of the creators who were in town for the Minneapolis St. Paul Comic Convention were also staying at that hotel that we were at. You guys, and you guys were both you were both home sleeping when I met these people. Or on your way to sleeping. Um, but yeah, Walsh, uh, this artist, did variant covers for Vader Down and Poe Dameron, in addition to a bunch of other great work that you can learn about if you just Google his name, Michael Walsh. Uh, so yeah, that was kind of fun to run into uh, a Star Wars comic artist just randomly at the hotel. Here's the Poe Dameron variant that he did and the, the Vader comic. I like Vader the comic Vader variant variants. a lot. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool, huh? I like and I can tell her by the same person. Can you? Yeah. I like that style of art. I yeah, it's like pretty good. Poe more. Yeah, I love the waves in the Poe comic. It's so Me cool. too. It's like... Yeah. Really nice. And one final shout-out. The Youngling Podcast is back. They just did put out their episode 11. Uh, Anna, Tessa, Soji, and Zion do a great job on the podcast. Four kids, all of them 11 years and younger. Super funny podcast, fun to listen to. We just listened to it right before we recorded this. And they do a great uh, read-through of the Maz Kanata's castle scene when they're talking about the First Order and all that stuff. So it was awesome. It was really funny and fun to listen to. So check it out. Uh, you should totally check it out. It's the younglingspodcast.com is their website. So go check them out. Listen to them. Nice, uh, you know, short 17 minute episode. I think this last one was And Oh, if only I could do episodes that short, but I just can't stop talking. So, uh, <laughs> but that's okay because I love talking about this stuff with you kids. And I love hearing what you have to say about it. Is there anything else you want to say before we go? Anything else? Nah. Star Wars-y? No. Star Wars-ish? Mm, no. Star Warsian? Um, no. No. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you for listening to episode 37 of Children of the Force. If you would like to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter. At Force Children. On Facebook, we are. Children of the Force. Our email is. ForceChildren at gmail.com. Our website is www.childrenoftheforce.com Wow. You're still able to say that even without that big tooth. www.childrenoftheforce.com Yeah, I know. It's hard to talk. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It makes it harder, right? Those teeth will come in. That's and then it'll be a little bit easier. So, All right. And, and hey, if you want to leave us a voicemail, go to speakpipe.com slash children of the force and leave us a voicemail from there uh and finally leave us a review on itunes or stitcher or anywhere else you listen to us doing so will make it easier for more people to find us all right for children of the force i'm al i'm anna uh, i am leo Nathan. May the force be with you!